West End Abbey is a contemplative vineyard church in the West End of Winnipeg in Manitoba, Canada. This is a homily from one of our services. Um, so the passage for this morning's homily is Mark 3, 20 to 34. Um, and I just want to preface it with, um, so what I, I read the passage a couple times and it's, it was a passage that just sat with me and I didn't really, I, you know, you just sit there and you're kind of like, what on earth is being said here? Um, and, and what should I talk about? Um, so as I was just kind of sitting there, kind of words from uh, Rochelle's homily kind of sat with me and just, it really struck me the, let them be one as we are one. Um, just, she went through Jesus angst about how these are the ones that God gave them, gave him to love and he loves them. And so now they love him. And, and there was just this real call to be one that the followers would be one as Jesus, Holy Spirit and Father are one. Um, and so as I'm reading the text, I just want you to kind of have that as, you know, you take on that lens of, of looking at it. Um, it might help with some of my train of thoughts, which is somewhat disorganized sometimes. So then Jesus entered a house and again, a crowd gathered so that he and his disciples were not even able to eat. When his family heard about this, they went to take charge of him, for they said, he is out of his mind. And the teachers of the law who came down from Jerusalem said, he's possessed by Beelzebub, by the prince of demons, he's driving out demons. So Jesus called them and spoke to them in parables. How can Satan drive out Satan? If a kingdom is divided against itself, then that kingdom cannot stand. If a house is divided against itself, that house cannot stand. And if Satan opposes his, himself and is divided, he cannot stand. His end has come. In fact, no one can enter a strong man's house and carry off his possessions unless he has first ties up the strong man. Then he can rob his house. I tell you the truth, all the sins and blasphemies of men will be, be forgiven them. But whoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will never be forgiven. He is guilty of an eternal sin. He said this because they are saying he has an evil spirit. Then Jesus' mother and brothers arrived. Standing outside, they sent someone in to call him. A crowd was sitting around him. And they told him, your mother and brothers are outside looking for you. Who are my mother and my brothers, he asked. Then he looked at those seated in a circle around him and said, here are my mother and my brothers. Whoever does God's will is my brother and sister and mother. So we first have the, the teachers of the law coming and saying, oh, Jesus is only doing this by the power of Satan. Um, it's, it's something that Jesus easily reflects. Who, why would Satan attack his own team? Um, 
it would be like saying, yes, I scored seven goals and it be on your own team. Your team is not going to win that way. Um, and so it's a quick deflection of, of him saying that he's not on or in league with Satan. And then he goes on to saying, so if you're wanting to go in and take something from a strong man, first you need to tie that strong man up. And then his possessions are open to being taken. The strong man was obviously referring to as Satan and and he's really reflecting that since he has taken, they're talking directly about possessed people and that he's gone in and, and rid them of these demons. And so of course he's against the strong man and he's one of the few that can actually bind up the strong man and free those possessions. It kind of hints that Jesus is God. For it is only God that can bind the strong man. It's only God that can bind Satan. He then goes on, though, even further. And then he says, I tell you the truth, all the sins and blasphemies of men will be forgiven them. So again, he's lining himself up. He is putting him in the same spot or the same space as God. This would have been crazy. Um, it would have been blasphemous um, for anyone to say that they are able to forgive sins. You've probably heard messages before where it's um, the teachers of the law have gotten angry at Jesus because he's, I forgave sins. He forgives sins. And there's only, they could only see God as the one that forgives sins. So he's put himself in this line with God, that he is God, that he is one with God through this. And, and also in his example of a house cannot be divided or it won't stand. It's, it, for me, it was a call again, just to be, one, that the house is one, that the, for us to be followers, we need to be one in spirit. We previously on the, on the uh, Lectio last week, we had um, Nicodemus. I, and it was interesting because we have the Pharisees of the law here saying that, oh, it's Satan. But we have Nicodemus, the leader of the, of the religious sect, saying, Rabbi, we know you're a teacher from God, for no one could perform the miraculous signs you're doing if God were not with him. And then he's approached by his earthly family and they call out to him because they obviously feel like they need to straighten out their house. They need to maintain their order in their own house. And Jesus looks around to those that are listening to him and he says, who is my mother? Who is my father? Who is my family? 
who, who is one with me? The idea of family is a little lost, I think, on us in a Western culture. Um, I know myself, I, I, I look at my own family and um, I, I don't speak with my brother. I, I see my parents because they've moved here, but I've moved away from them a long time ago. Um, I've had strife and conflict with my parents. And I, as an example, I would not everyone ever want to say, your relationship with God should look like my family. It just doesn't. Uh, it, it would not be an example that I'd want to hold up. But this is what Jesus says. He's, he's taking the customs. It's, it was almost a pillar of, of Jewish tradition that family would be first. Fathers and brothers and mothers, and they would all work within the same kind of trade. They would all eat together. Celebrations would be done together. Any kind of accounts that would be need to be done would be done together as a family. So the idea that he's trying to portray is, is that ideal. So he asks, who's my brother and my sisters? It is those that believe and follow the will of God. He, he's a God that wants to be, is one. So we have the triune God of Holy Spirit, Father and Son, all working together as one. Three separate, but still one. And he calls us to be one. He calls us brothers and sisters. He calls us children. And the goal or the call is to be one. Family is supposed to, and again, remember ideal, not based on my family, or I'm sure histories of what you've seen in families. We are called to love one another, to build each other up, to encourage, to go through hard times together. And that's the God that he, that we serve, that we look after, that we want to have a deep relationship with. He calls us into deep relationship with him so that our relationship with him is similar is one as the relationship that we would have with each of our brothers and our sisters. Let us be a people that encourage one another. Let us be a people that lift each other up, that love on each other, that sits through the hard times. Because um, that's what he's kind of called us to be. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been, sorry, it's been a hard week, I think, just last week or two, and just um, seeing so much strife and so much conflict and so much antagonism. Um, and it's hard, it's hard to stand out and, and love each other and, and to really be brothers and sisters and, and caring for the and people. And so... 
I think this week I was just reminded of that. How do we really pour out that love for others? How do we build up encouragement? How do we hold people up and, and really love them as God would love them? And so, yeah, it's been a hard week. Um, and I don't know, I don't know, I don't have any answers for it. I am not, I am not good at expressing my emotions for people and, and telling them that I love them. But that's really what we're called to do and just uh, really have heart as a family. Um, so that is it. I guess we can take a moment and give Zoyohel some time just to kind of go up and we'll do worship afterwards. But I don't if we can just take a moment and just, you know, um, take that time just to sit and um, yeah, just sit with each other. Just sit in silence listen to what Father is wanting to say to us and listen for the Holy Spirit where we can provide comfort. So we'll take a moment of silence and then Suhail, I think, will start worship. 